0: Welcome to And Almost Starring, the show where each week we take a film and break down the casting, including who almost starred. I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm Amy Jo Jackson. And what do we want? The truth! When do we want it? You can't handle the truth! Fair enough. We're looking at a few good men.
1: For better or for worse.
0: Amy hey, Jo, how are you doing today?
1: Um, I don't know. I just got to act, perform a very famous line. I think I delivered. So I'm feeling, you know, triumph. Uh, I'm feeling excellent. Uh, how yeah, that's somewhere on the
0: one of the AFI, like top 100 movie oh, quotes. Surely. You know it. That's like a number 18 if I heard it. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm doing good as well uh this episode is a listener request from john in texas Who oh, john's <laughs> last he, name he, might be <laughs>
1: jackson might be jackson
0: <laughs> amy joe's father john jackson has requested this movie a few good men
1: so this is you know for the man who's hard to shop for <laughs> my dad's birthday this year is also the same day as father's day and this movie also seems like a real like Dad movie, you oh, know. Oh, this is a. Like-
0: this is a. This is like a dad day afternoon yeah
1: (laughs) this is a dad day afternoon so happy father's day to my father and yours um dad thanks for requesting (laughs) this was actually really fun i hadn't seen it in a long time oh it
0: was it was it holds up it's a fun it's a fun film you know it's a fun flick it's a fun little courtroom like legal thriller i definitely was like
1: sitting on the couch but rather than like leaning back reclining this is my way i definitely was like sitting forward with like my my elbows resting on my knees. Mm-hmm. like I I knew what happened, but right. it had been so long since I'd seen how we got there that I was oh like, yeah, give it to me. Yeah. what's going on?
0: This really feels like the kind of the, the exact like center of the bullseye movie that people go like. They don't make them like this anymore. <laughs> like this is a classic film, you know. It's a, it's a real movie movie. It's
1: The moviness of this movie it's is such undeniable. A
0: movie. And this movie, A Few Good Men, came out on December 11th, 1992 and was directed by Rob Reiner and written by Aaron Sorkin. When
1: Rob Reiner's name came across the screen, you were surprised. I was like what it's just not what i associate with a rob reiner flick
0: yes when we you know uh princess bride of course your when first harry episode when harry met
1: sally sally stand spinal by tap. me it's spinal tap yeah i'm not thinking a, a alex and military. emma everyone's
0: favorite luke wilson kate hudson question mark Wait, isn't that kate and leopold no this is alex and emma no kate and leopold i beg your pardon that's Hugh huge Jack- that's some handsome hugh jackman sorry, time traveling sorry. from the past wow, to sorry. woo meg ryan no this is alex and emma which is i don't even remember i did see this in theaters but this is like what a nadir and i believe this is part of a rob rider film but I think it's like, uh, it's like a screenplay writer. Like a screenwriter has to like do a pass on a screenplay. But like while, I don't, I honestly don't remember. The All I remember is, is that it's going Wilson, great. Luke Wilson and Kate Hudson, I believe. Maybe Kate Bosworth. I think Hudson are like, we got to work together. And meanwhile, we're also like the script that you're writing. We're also seeing them played by us. So you're getting everyone's favorite, you know, character actors known for playing multiple characters, Luke Wilson and Kate <gasps> Hudson.
1: Transformative. <laughs>
0: as Alex and Emma Hmm. saw it in theaters. Uh, I believe that's the last Rob Reiner film I've seen. I think he's had a few since, uh, something called Flipped, Uh, and then something else. (laughs) Well, clearly I'm more familiar with the 80s
1: oeuvre.
0: Yes, yes. I'm more familiar with that. And Rob Reiner is an actor. He is quite hilarious. He's quite funny in that Wolf of Wall Street as Leonardo DiCaprio's dad. It's, uh, he's doing some great work in that film. Um, but we're not talking about Wolf of Wall Street. We're talking about that Few Good Men. So, uh, Amy Jo, what's your experience with A Few Good Men? Had you seen it before? I definitely had. I
1: want to say, like, I saw it in high school um maybe college but i do feel like i'd seen it in high school i'd only seen
0: it once yeah. i liked it yeah you know but um i have not seen it in a long time All right. i might have seen this twice definitely saw it the once i might have seen this with my dad it might have been like oh it's on tv let's watch this it totally. if not it was like in this the same a high school
1: movie to watch when it comes on tv
0: this movie was designed for like the sunday afternoon yes. like tnt with commercials you just kick back on the couch and you are there for three conservatively three Three hours hours. (laughs) uh so spoilers ahead if you've not seen a few good men or you haven't seen in a while here's a brief ish synopsis u.s marines dawson and downey face a court-martial accused of murdering fellow marine william santiago at the guantanamo bay naval base in cuba while it is believed that the motive in Santiago's murder was retribution for naming Dawson in a fence line shooting, which is from what we gather, it's like you, they're, they're at Cuba. So you have like all, like each man stationed has one other person in Cuba that they're pretty much like, so yeah, it's a one-to-one like, one,
1: mirror. And he says called. that
0: that person fired. So he returned fire. We never really get an answer. Or the, yeah. Or that on, that
1: person engaged. Well, engaged, I mean, that's, right. that's uh, part we, of, I think the thing is there, it's, we're not necessarily it's not part of, yeah, we don't
0: need, we don't, as far as I know, we don't find out or one way or the other uh, if that was actually something. Uh, and while it is believed that that's the motive, naval investigator and lawyer, lieutenant commander, Joanne Galloway, largely suspects Dawson and Downey carried out a code red order, a violent extrajudicial punishment uh, from like, that they were ordered to do so. Uh, so Galloway wants to defend the two. But the case is given to Lieutenant Junior Grade Daniel Caffey, old Tom Cruise, an inexperienced and unenthusiastic lawyer with a penchant for plea bargains. Galloway and Caffey instantly conflict with Galloway, unsettled by Caffey's apparent laziness.
1: Here's the thing, though. It took me a while to realize that that is what was really going on here, because the intro to like Tom Cruise as Caffey, which while great, like, you know, he's there like only interested in playing softball and yes. everything but it he also softball
0: he loves that baseball bat he can't think
1: without his bat he does think better with that bat um <laughs> it it seemed actually and this i think is partially Cruz's performance um but it seemed that actually it's that like oh this guy is so slick and so fast he doesn't like need to go in to the office and everything. it took a while before like, I was oh, like, oh this guy is just like he'll plea it out and that above I gotcha. all like it took a I while gotcha. i was like oh it's just they're going to clash because she wanted it right and, and right, he, right. it took a while before i i really understood what i was supposed to be seeing uh, like how i was supposed to be seeing him
0: it's a weird dynamic between the two mm-hmm. especially when so much of it is her apologizing to him and her saying like i know you don't like me you don't think that i know what i'm doing when it's like i i would imagine he's the one that's barely been here a yeah. year if that and like yeah. just past the bar, like what was it like past the bar like something like a year ago and then nine months nine he's months, been working yeah and has pled down the, like 40 something cases I it will say, should be like yeah
1: we'll talk about this more when we get to demi Moore, but watching this it was like Sorkin had some things to say about how like women are treated in the military. However, I think that he didn't have to make her ineffectual at certain aspects of her job in order to achieve that. In fact, I totally. think if she's really good at her job. That's more accurate to how many uh, women often are just like not given the opportunity, and it's not because she's not good in the court. Right.
0: Instead, she's just like I object, but I strenuously object. Yeah, it's oh, like they so made, made her strenuously they object. They made yeah. her like.
1: Uh, w- like a mediocre lawyer who's like with their like all passion isn't that kind of like We're all, all these passion. female tropes it's yeah. like well, that's yeah. why we can't have yeah. a woman president she'd freak out right and it's brother. like that as
0: much as uh, jack nicholson's jessup would love for us to have a woman president from that monologue oh, my of my
1: his gosh. oh my gosh but like i feel like that actually would have strengthened both the film and like a lot of what he's trying to do with the dynamics between the characters if she's like legit just excellent at her yeah. job.
0: I've not read, cause this is of course based on Aaron Sorkin's play. It was a big Broadway play. It ran for like a year and a half. Uh, I, I did not, I've not read that, but from what I, like a brief, I kind of looked through some reviews and mm-hmm. it seemed like there might be some things from the play in regards to, to women and of why you have Weinberg. You've got like the second, you've got mm-hmm. Kevin Pollack at like very specifically, you were making this a Jewish, mm-hmm. Supporting character of like of the of how like women and Jewish people are like looked at within the military within this like specific uh, viewpoint uh, that they're trying to say something that I think might come across a bit better in the play in the movie. We don't, we just, for a movie that is um, like two hours, almost two hours and 20 minutes long, we somehow don't have time to really get into that.
1: Like when, and I'm sure you'll get to this at some point in the synopsis, but like when Demi Moore goes and is talking a lot to one of the defendant's aunts and basically gets her to sign over so she can be the attorney. Oh, Aunt
0: Ginny. Aunt Ginny. I thought you'd be older. (laughs) I thought, same, I could have said the same for you.
1: (laughs) But like. That to me is like, well, you're making me extrapolate the lengths to which she's having to go to get anything done and being like, I'm gonna have to go to another woman, you know, right, like, to get right. this accomplished because but but it wasn't there's so much that's so explicit in this movie. I'm like, you gotta been a little more explicit with that or at least Which like, is the
0: holdover of this being a stage play? Yeah. Of well, how much sure. a Regis are register saying the things. Mm-hmm. You can so see the like of now we have the scene where we find out that Markinson has committed suicide that you just see him play. You're like, yeah, you're just hearing about all of these things,
1: you maybe like see him like standing maybe in, yeah. in a spotlight and fancy dress uniform, saying it, saying that letter directly right. to the audience, and then the lights go out, or it's the just effect. the
0: voiceover, and you see like maybe a silhouette. I don't know, don't know, didn't see the Broadway didn't, didn't see that Broadway didn't production. See I was a baby, <laughs> this is like <laughs> 89, I was two, I wasn't going to the theater. Nah, I, I, I want to see, I want to go see Huawei, I want to go see a few good men. I want to go see the new Airwind
1: Swook and play, I want
0: to go see the new Aaron Swook. Can play. <laughs> I, I want. I want to see Tom Host. in a few good man Broadway. I got
1: to see Tom Hulse. Tom Hulse. as Kathy. I, I know. I looked that up. Oh, you did. I looked up the the play casting. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. that I am mm-hmm. interested. in. I want
0: in. to see a heavy hitting courtroom drama
1: <laughs> with a strong military background.
0: <laughs> I love a strong military background. I love you with GI Joe, and I want to see G- a few good GI Joe. Uh, <laughs> It wouldn't be far off from me as a <laughs> as a child. Uh yeah, so Galloway and Kathy conflict. Galloway unsettled by Kathy's laziness while Kathy resents Galloway's interference. Uh, then we see earlier. I, I just, I guess it's just a flashback or with like that first scene with Jack yeah, Nicholson. Yeah,
1: it's not a flashback from. Right. But, but they don't,
0: don't have any. They don't do the old, old So I don't know what was going on. You gotta give me the beetle dee dee But we see, yeah. A flashback, beetle-dee-dee. <laughs> right. A flashback, beetle-dee-dee. <laughs> we see Lieutenant Colonel Markinson advocate that Santiago be transferred off the base out of concern for his safety because, like, hey, nobody likes this guy. He's bringing down the pack he's slow at the running and then he is like is pretty much trying to get a transfer by saying like hey i saw him i have information yes yes i saw like someone shoot or whatever so like no one else likes this guy uh he's
1: betrayed the code the code the code
0: yes because he has like jumped uh what, what what's the word i'm looking for he's kind of like jump above instead of going to his like the person above him he's kind of like jumped the line of like a chain of command chain of command thank yes. you he's jumped that chain of command so well, what I,
1: jack nicholson has that like great line he's like he's written letters to everybody but santa claus right. asking for a transfer
0: <laughs> <laughs> so markinson wants to get him out but base commander Colonel Nathan Jessup, old Jack Nicholson, instead orders Santiago's commanding officer, Lieutenant Kendrick, to train Santiago to become a better Marine. So we're, like, getting this early on so that you know you're like, okay, this is— not Kiefer the info Sutherland, that we are get hearing in later. here
1: and whip him into Creepy.
0: shape Man, Kiefer keep for kendrick is, is, is a real creeper
1: unsettling in this film
0: the voice that he's using which is this kind of like oh we love no i don't got a problem with you tom cruise we love you navy boys whenever we got to go fight a war yo was got to give us a ride that he to me sounded almost exactly like Willem Dafoe's rat character in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, I, I like, know that is are you going so specific, well. but that that is just like, mm, I want to drink that liquid gold apple cider. <laughs> uh, that's what his voice was to me. It was, he's like playing a cartoon rat. Um, so- well.
1: Well, a cartoon rat with an icy glare.
0: With an icy glare. Uh, we go back to the present. <laughs> Despite no, biddle-a-doo, And <laughs> Kathy Galloway and the third member of the defense team, top legal researcher, Lieutenant Sam Weinberg, travel to the Guantanamo base to question Colonel Jessup and others. And under questioning, Jessup claims Santiago is set to be transferred the next day, which we know that's not the case. That's Jessup. a lie. And yeah, we get, I mean, this is such a, it, Jack Nicholson, it's four scenes and it really feels like oh. three because this middle section is just split into two, mm-hmm. like him in the office and then like, and then we'll have lunch and I'm going to keep punctuating yeah, these this barely. great dialogue with my cigar. Uh, it's
1: really like how, how uh, actors who were w- wanting to do Shakespeare, but, but maybe are like, oh, I don't know how much I want to like, it. I don't, don't want to do Lear, you know, it's like, oh, do Shylock. It's only a few scenes. It's a few it's speeches. Scenes. If yeah. you can nail it. You know, it leaves a big impression. And this is definitely that. This is that like you're playing this on Broadway. This is a princess track where you're like, "Uh, I am (laughs) like, I am writing songs in my dressing room and then occasionally I go on stage and yell, you know.
0: But it is like this is the like designed for that. It's like, of course, Jack Jack Nicholson was nominated for an Oscar for this. Like it's designed for a best supporting actor Oscar, like out of the park. But this whole scene is great. And yes, he (laughs) what I was saying earlier that he says that like he realizes like, oh, Demi Moore outranks you. No, that's great. There's like nothing like getting a bead from a person above you. Like, but now I gotta wait for a woman to be president. Like it's he's so he does such a good job at undermining them both. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but I honestly wanted like, yeah, let that camera go into me more. Like what he's saying is like so much more atrocious. I mean,
1: I, it's so much more it's so much more atrocious. To her. Why do we her. care what Tom Cruise thinks in that example? Well, moment. because
0: however atrocious it is to her, he isn't as important of a job as her. So it's even harder for him if you think about it. No, it's so much worse for her. But Tom Cruise is our lead and it feels like he's all it's we're already like stretching the like Tom Cruise is our lead actor. So the camera goes on Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you want the camera on Demi Moore, Kevin Pollack, they can be framed over his shoulder behind him Mm -hmm, in the background, mm -hmm. further Mm -hmm. in the background. Uh, Even if you're like, this is, there's a certain ensemble feel to this film. I mean, this is a stacked cast, which we'll get to. Oh my gosh, yeah. But like, I kind of want like, We'll get to it later, but at the end, Demi Moore and Kevin Pollack are gone. There's no, like, real button for the end of their arcs, Mm -hmm. you know? It is all in service of Tom Cruise's arc.
1: I finally stepped inside a courtroom. (laughs) Yes. For me, I guess. (laughs)
0: Yes, he's he's completed his My Cousin Vinny arc. He's finally <laughs> tried a case. He's not just he's finally tried a case in a courtroom. Uh I had a lot of flashbacks to my cousin Vinny watching. I this. did
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: great. So yes, we got this great scene with Jack Nicholson. Then Kathy tries to negotiate a plea bargain with the prosecutor, Captain Jack Ross, oh Kevin Bacon. With the posture
1: to beat the band with the
0: hair that like that high and tight buzz like just above a buzz cut that is like how do you get your hair to stay like that where it's like an inch long and perfectly up
1: product um also, they have uh, they have what you call uh, hair and makeup artists who work on films. That well, I was going to
0: say. I mean, everyone knows the Marines love their product, but I it know? still feels like how would you get it to stay did like that?
1: Do it. Um, no, but like when they're doing their little like first walk and talk, uh, the old Sorkin walk and talk, the way that like, <laughs> the beginning, <laughs> uh huh,
0: walk and talk origins.
1: The the way that he's like carrying like with this chest puffed out and mm, everything, you know, yeah. he's just so like oh yep this is a this is a military dude, which is not like what I think of. Even though Kevin Bacon, I know has played like other military
0: characters, oh, yeah. it's yeah. just
1: not like the first thing I I think of. You know,
0: I yeah, he he did um this some TV movie Taking Chance, which I never seen that. He, I think he won a Golden Globe for that. He filmed part of it at King University, where I went to oh, wow. college. It was like around that time that it was like they are. I just remember there's some photo of him with like some random students, and I was like, "What? Kevin Bacon was here." <laughs> Okay, sure. Uh, There's our
1: six degrees of Kevin Bacon.
0: No kidding. No kidding. Uh, Caffey tries to negotiate a plea bargain, but Dawson and Downey refuse to go along, insisting that Kendrick had indeed given them the Code Red Order and that they never intended Santiago to die. And all through this, Dawson just shows outright contempt to Caffey Mm -hmm. uh, of, like, yes, no respect for him as an officer, as of, like, trying to, you know, bargain them down to, like, six months is like that's selling out like the you know selling out the Marines the code, the code. selling out the code the code uh so lieutenant colonel markinson go completely disappears like goes off the grid. And, and I love
1: that they're like, do you know what he did for the first 17 years of his service? He was in counterintelligence. Markinson's gone. yeah There is no Markinson.
0: <sighs> Caffey plans to have himself removed as counsel. ICC's going to trial is pointless, but at the last second enters a plea of not guilty, explaining to Galloway and Weinberg that he realized the reason he was chosen to handle the case was because it was expected he would accept a plea and the matter would be kept quiet. So he rea- he's finally yes. realizing like, oh, oh I, they're going to me because I'm the worst.
1: Also... Don't you think that if Galloway is actually like a decent lawyer and even if even if she wasn't, but she just hadn't had enough trial experience because no one will give an opportunity. Doesn't it make more sense that they would want to go to someone who is like going to plea it? out? I mean, like obviously to go to him to plea it out, but also it's like, oh, because she's actually like good. And that would be bad for us.
0: Right. Exactly. After the case begins, Markinson shows up in Kathy's car, which made you yell.
1: I just knew it when, and it's like the, the back, like he's back. and I knew who it was. I knew clearly it was this guy. I was like, Ugh! I was having flashbacks
0: to that vampire movie. Which vampire movie? The
1: one, Let Me In, Let the Right One In. Oh, Whichever yes, the one in
0: yes. uh, English is. L- let Me In, we, we watched. Oh. Yes, Richard Jenkins. Oh. Yes, suddenly, Richard Jenkins with a trash bag taped over his face is hiding in the back of the car for no reason. Well, for, to
1: kill someone. No, I know. know.
0: But if this movie suddenly, like, or halfway through, <laughs> suddenly Richard Jenkins with a, tra- like, a completely separate serial killer shows up to try to kill Tom Cruise to feed his vampire. <laughs> Handler.
1: Crossover. oh man <laughs> would be something would oh, be my gosh. something that just truly that was one of the most terrifying moments in all of cinema yeah. so then of course to see it pop up here and i know it's not that but still be like no no
0: yes jt walsh's markinson just has a trash bag taped around his face because he didn't want anyone to recognize him and that's the best disguise he could get was a garbage bag uh yes he shows up and states that jessup never ordered the transfer for santiago and but then markinson commits suicide before he can testify uh which really it's like i mean i get if you're feeling you're you're writing the letter to the parents to be like i wish you know i could have done more But you
1: don't you could have done more you
0: literally could have done more so
1: if you don't want to because of your own adherence to whatever yes exactly whatever nonsense code if that's That's, why that's the real
0: code red if we think about it code
1: blood (laughs)
0: Code good blood. one, Jackson. Good one. I, w- um, I wonder if the film would have made as much money as it did if it was just called Code Blood.
1: <laughs> but it's like code is in like a regular text and mm-hmm. then blood is all Gotta like be a red. cartoony. Gotta be red. Gotta be dripping. Drippy.
0: Oh, real cartoony too. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Code Blood. Code Blood.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know if it really captures the essence of the film, but mm. it's it's a uh, it's, it's a strong title, if you ask
0: me. It's a strong title. It is indeed. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I
1: don't even. I'm sure it wasn't important, or uh, not a, nearly as important as, as an code blood.
0: Title. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we can all agree that code blood is the You're important thing here. You're mispronouncing it. It's code blood. Code, I'm sorry, code blood. Uh, yeah. So Galloway encourages Kathy to call Jessup as a witness. Despite the risk of being court martialed for smearing a high ranking officer, I really
1: do like the banter between and the relationship between Kevin Bacon and Tom Cruise in this, where it's just like, yeah, yeah we're they legit. They know each other. They're like, like they're like, yeah, they're, we're friends. doing our jobs. Yeah, he's like, I don't think your guys should be in prison, but like, I have to, you know, right. the state has a case and that is my job. And I have to do my job and inform you this is a bad idea. And then, you know, yeah. rather Kevin, than. Kevin like, Bacon's not a bad guy. He's no. just, he's
0: literally just doing his job. It's a very un flashy role because Mm -hmm. he is like i've got no you know i I, i'm not i've got no horse in the race i'm just doing my job you know that's
1: a lot of lawyers you know you get a lot absolutely. of appointed attorneys but i like, like that. how could you how could you defend this right. person it's like it yeah. is my job and everyone is due like counsel you know oh absolutely
0: but of course i mean usually that's the thing like movies it is like we're 10 it tends to be this it's of course someone who is wrongfully accused that is on the defense mm-hmm. um opposed to where in real life i feel like it's like you scummy defense attorney accused like defending these Horrific people accused of horrific crimes. Mm-hmm. When it's like in the cases when they are indeed guilty of that, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that Kevin Bacon is not like, oh, he's also in on it. He's not like I'm
1: not at all getting yeah.
0: paid off. He's just like I'm just doing my job, and I like playing basketball. Mm-hmm. He's they they he burst in on him in a cut scene from the air up there, and to get Kevin Bacon playing that basketball. Uh, yeah. So. We finally get to, when I mean, we have all this courtroom drama all these different, you know, we get this is Christopher Guest um, as Dr. I Stone.
1: did not recognize, I remembered he was in this movie because my dad was talking about it, <laughs> but I forgot. And then by the time we get to it, I, I was like, oh, this actor, but I didn't, I did not recognize him until probably about halfway through when he like raised his eyebrows or something. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> Christopher
0: forget. Well, for me, I knew from the beginning, because when they had him raise his hand to swear in the Bible, you could see that he had six fingers on his one oh, hand, and I could tell that it was Count Reuben yeah, all along. Yeah. Uh, but then we finally get Jessup on the witness stand, Jack Nicholson gunning it for that Oscar. Uh, and Jessup spars evenly with kathy's questioning, but is unnerved when kathy points out a contradiction in his testimony. It's Jessup good. stated his Marines never disobey orders, and that Santiago was to be transferred for his own safety. But if Jessup ordered his men to leave Santiago alone, and they always follow his orders, what then I can Santiago be danger. And he's so, I mean, oh, oh, so good. Oh, it's oh. like, ah, I was like, oh, you damn it, damn it uh disgusted by what he sees as Kathy's impudence toward the marines jessup extols the military's importance and his own to national security and finally when asked to point blank if he ordered the code red jessup declares you're goddamn right i did and then just tries to leave the courtroom which i love i love that he's just as like i'm guy i'm out of here and then that he's is like promptly so used arrested to
1: having so much power yeah that he's just like well but it's also like a military court right as well so it's like well I'm I'm like this. But then is, he just I'm doesn't even king.
0: know what's going on for so long. It's so good. I
1: love also the exchange with him and the and judge, judge where they just like you will address him as sir, and like then he talks to yeah, the judge, so and Nicholson, you will address me as your honor. Yeah,
0: Nicholson yeah, starts to just leave. He's like, Ah, oh, that's all there is. And Tom Cruise is like, I'm, I'm not done with you. Like, get back here. And he's like, Uh, a colonel. He's like, What's that? You can address me a colonel. I think I've earned that. Right. And then the judge is like, like, what kind of you know, circus are you running here or whatever? It's like, and you shall address me as honor a judge. I'm quite certain i've earned that yeah it was great this judge just not taking any bs from uh, jack uh, nicholson not I a bit of guff i love it uh, and so dawson and downey are cleared of the murder and conspiracy charges but found guilty of conduct unbecoming in order to be dishonorably discharged as the two are leaving Caffey tells dawson that he does not need to wear a patch on his arm to have honor dawson sheds his previous contempt for Caffey and renders a salute and the film ends with Kathy and ross exchanging kudos and old kevin bacon goes "Is like all right i guess i'm gonna go arrest kendrick which is like i know because it's that it's, it's so stagey you know we're ending mm-hmm. here in the courtroom we're ending with a big old timey the end
1: yeah uh, literally the end in cursive across the screen
0: i could have used Kiefer sutherland like getting tackled like him trying to run for it or him like whatever like try him trying to like eat a gun and then be like no 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 no, you're you're going to jail <laughs> lieutenant kendrick sorry you, sir you cartoon rat um
1: now I found out when I was reading about the play that the that this was like Sorkin had heard about a similar case like it didn't happen exactly like this but um and that one of the Marines that it was based on, that one of the ones that went to court, because about I think there were like ten Marines, and seven of them pled out, and three of them went to went to court, and it was loosely based on this case. And uh, apparently, they were honorably discharged. Oh, and so the Marine, like when you saw the movie, was like really upset, you know, by the by as that liberty being taken, because he's like thinking about right. how it's reflecting on him, which I thought was interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get it in the sense of like that yeah you're taking it like that it's a- aside from this that there can be corruption within this but that, like, that has nothing to do with you that you uh, yes because they realize you know the uh, the other uh downy is uh it seems slower or dimmer than
1: he's, Dawson. he's he also like, yeah very easily startled and, yeah. and just is very like very, very, very beta. You know? Yeah. So
0: he doesn't know like what's going on at the end. He's like, "Why we did the right? Like what we were just following orders." And it's like, "Like we, like we didn't do anything wrong." And Dawson is like, "No, we did. Like we were supposed to be protecting, protecting Willy. Santiago. Yeah. We were supposed to be protecting like the little guy, like not." just there, there are certain orders that you don't follow and it's like that that is the that there is a punishment for that you know mm-hmm. i mean i yeah i get it but yeah when but it's, it's also
1: like you know real, life, real life is yeah. not dramatically interesting always you know yeah, and I,
0: I like that it's not just like and everything worked out I okay for them that I it like is it that there is still a consequence even if you like you don't it's you know it's hard but it it's is. also like yeah it's like code reds don't do these things this is disgusting like yeah. that's awful Awful thing, just attacking someone while they're sleeping and like mm-hmm. duct taping him and stuffing a rag in his throat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anyway, the casting directors <laughs> of A Few Good Men were <laughs> our good friends, Jane Jenkins and Jan Hershinson. i Did mean all stars they came on the screen? They <laughs> are the end almost stars of the end almost starring. They're,
1: they're the end almost all stars. They're
0: the end almost all. They are our all stars. Uh, all stars, not a bad name for our listeners. All stars
1: well way in way in all listeners stars. all
0: star, way in all stars too late it's already happened <laughs> um emmy nominees for casting the tv movie iron jawed angels jenkins and hershenson have also cast such films as home alone harry potter and the sorcerer's stone and previous episodes the princess bride beetlejuice jurassic park ghost toy story hook and ferris bueller's day off
1: inexperienced hacks the
0: hits keep on coming <laughs> All of the films you love. Uh, So let's move on to some of the actors who were almost cast. Some of these people may have auditioned. Some may have just been discussed by casting. This is all a little subjective. And as always, I have looked up all the actors in advance. And Amy Jo is hearing it along with you, listener, for the very first time. I don't know anything. So let's kick it off with Joanne. Uh, So Amy Jo, your thoughts on Demi Moore and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else?
1: I think she's good. I think part of as I've previously mentioned, part of my quibbles with how this role is handled are with the writing,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, which I do think would have adjusted how I feel about more in this role. But um, I don't know. I was like, if I was going to go with someone around the same age, it's, you know, Laura Dern, you know, is someone who I just feel like has more natural lord Dern is a
0: weirder actor to me lord Dern is just someone that like will do make the unexpected choice yeah for this me is, you know what personally it's
1: a good performance but it is very down the line which is not to say that it's bad you know again it is i think, is I think she's
0: doing everything that the script is requiring that's of her. what i mean and but- it's not her fault that you know, exactly. there, there are some actors that will that can find. It's also of like I don't know of like, you know, this is a boys club of a movie and, yes. and behind the scenes. What it was even like with old Hersh, Hersh, Hershenson and Jenkins. Uh, so, yeah. So I don't know of, of what, you know, I because I I'd love I'd love to get like a little more of like under the skin of this person of like yes. what makes them tick aside from just being the like. I want to do right. I want to do the good thing. And she's got moments. She's got, you know, Pollock being like, why do you like these guys? I like that they're whatever, whatever her quote is, like, I like that. They stand there and they're like, no, I'm going to protect you or whatnot, but she's got stuff. I know. I
1: I just, I, I don't know. I think that there are certain actors who are able to elevate material in a way that seems kind of magical sometimes. And I do not think that that is what Demi Moore has done in this performance. Um, Which, again, is not to say that it's bad. I think she totally, like, gets it across. Um, But Laura Dern is someone who can make anything really sing. I was wondering, if you had a black actress in this role, um, just what that might afford us insofar as, like, you're dealing with... A
0: non-white actor in general. Exactly. I mean, you are already dealing with women in the military um but yes, to and then add the intersection to that, of race
1: to that 100 percent, especially since the way yeah. they've cast it in this film one of the defendants is black yeah um and then the the victim is latinx you know i i i don't know i think there's uh some more interesting things that could be uh found in there that could also be saying about like yeah how impossible changing it can be for people a
0: moment of the script that you're just getting that for free by yeah. being like oh yeah this person is getting passed over this person is not getting the job like yep. and y- already and you get that you because, because she's a woman but to add to that that of course she's not white yeah that you yeah. are able to say even more yeah. yeah,
1: I was thinking like Taraji P Henson is like someone who's like love it. Yeah, like yeah. come on in with like backbone, just like whip smart. Yeah, and you're like, yep, and you're so those those were my first choices. As you know, also the same age as Demi Moore as Joan Cusack. You know,
0: uh, never I, mad I wouldn't be mad about, bad about that. Cusack. Um
1: And then uh, a slightly younger choice, but I was like, yeah, you know, from having seen The People versus OJ, I was like Sarah Paulson. Um, yeah. is is also an actor yeah. who can elevate a lot you know okay
0: because of their chemistry remake this movie with sarah paulson in the demi moore role sterling k brown in the tom cruise role oh my gosh and then cause we're just keeping it people for his oj so courtney b vance in the jessup role
1: Yes. Not John
0: Travolta. No, no, no. 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 Go away. Shoo, shoo, John shoo. John
1: Travolta can be Martinson.
0: <laughs> you, you could keep David Schwimmer in the Weinberg role or if you yeah, want or something. Not? I could see that. Uh, um, that's so but funny. yeah, no, no, no John Travolta though. But uh, <laughs> you still once again have Cuba Gooding Jr. who did pop up in this film for that's a very right. brief period of time. He's,
1: is he he's one pre-famed of the- pre-fame
0: Cuba Gooding He's one yeah. of the guys on the stand.
1: Right. He popped up. I was like, is that Cuba Gooding Jr.? <laughs> is that Cuba Gooding Jr.?
0: Uh, yeah, those are great choices though. I could see, I mean, she'd be young for it in 1982 but temperamentally I like Kate Winslet in this it's someone who is like so career focused that they that's to me what the character is kind of and is kind of missing that like the when she asks him out for a date the whole like Mm -hmm. are you asking me out for a date that she can't even that she's like her brain doesn't work that way so I want the person that's like they're so like into their career that they just like I don't I, I can't even talk to you, like, in that way. You're so
1: right. That is part of what was missing that would have made her feel more whole as well. Because um, there is that line that that Kathy says to her about, like, and you go do... Whatever it is you do when you're not here, you know. Right?
0: She's just so straightforward. She's just so like one, like that one track mind. Yeah. Like on, like I'm on the case. I like I love that moment early on when it's like, oh, do you want like a cup of coffee? And when she's asking, to, like, assign me to the thing, and she's like, oh no, I'm good. And it's like, no, leave the room so we can talk behind your back. She's like, oh, I say, like, it just doesn't register to right. her, um, which I like, and I want to go even further with that. Which I think Kate Winslet will be good. I think Regina King would kill this. Totally. Would knock this out of the park. Totally. Um, made more recently. Uh, I could see a Kobe Smolders. I think. Oh, that's would be interesting. Yeah. Um I'd love a Lupita. I always want a Lupita. You always
1: want more Lupita in the in the movies. Uh, and uh,
0: I could see a Claire Foy or a Carrie Mulligan or the other sure. two of people that, like, I could see them being, like, the I'm career-minded, that that drops enough for this, like, date scene where we're going to smash the crap out of, like, these crab legs. and.
1: But I want that scene to be more of a surprise than it felt,
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of want it to be a little more one way or the other. Either we get that's when we actually get like of who is this person, what makes them tick, and we see like the real like humanity of them before it becomes the tom cruise show again right or we just see that like oh you or you know you get John Cus- Joan cusack and it's like school of rock when jack black takes her out for a, a beer it's like they, they don't have tea here or whatnot it's like she's letting her hair down a bit and it's just like you don't belong here at all but you are because that is yeah, a fun surprise like i know totally a good right. seafood place and i love to smash just to get out the aggression i yes. love i love for her to be really going to town to be like to scare tom cruise i would love to get that
1: you sang jack black and joan cusack makes me think that
0: remake this with jack black and joan cusack I'm i am not way ahead of you. about
1: it well here's the thing too like you get someone who looks like tom cruise and who has tom cruise's relationship to this cinema going audience even at this point in his career and it's like mm-hmm. We're gonna regard him differently than if it's Jack Black, you know, <laughs> someone like that where it's just like, even if it's not uh-huh. like a comedic performance, right, it's right. like, I'm gonna get,
0: oh, you're kind of a mess, who's lazy. I get that from Jack Black for free, you know? Yeah, I mean, yes, just a more ruffle, but that's the thing that I, you can have it both ways. You could have like a kind of like rumpled E type person. Mark mm-hmm. Ruffalo comes to mind, imagining like a mid aught Mark Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo yeah. in the Tom Cruise role, but you what you get is the like you know i'm the the son of the guy that was famous yes. and i'm trading on my i'm my i got my good looks i'm playing my softball that you just see this guy is like yeah i just pick up chicks i drink some beer i play some softball and i got this million dollar smile yeah. but i just had no desire to do anything beyond that you're just like this good looking guy that like is never going to go amount to anything right yeah we, which i think you still get with tom cruise
1: totally totally we're also just I mean, so we're just, we're bippin' and, and around a like bit. There's, but there's, we're not, like, Tom Cruise yes. doesn't have any.
0: Tom Cruise saw that Broadway play and was like, this is, which, you know, he, had an, he had an Oscar nomination for Born on the Fourth of July, but this was really, like, you know, the 80s. is all risky business and all the right moves. Yeah. And then he had, like, what was it? And they are like, oh, Far Away Home, where it was like, he's, like, trying to stretch. but far this- Away? Far Away? Oh, so yes, far yes, far and away, not far, not. Far.
1: It's like isn't that the Anna? Flyway home, yes. Goose Tom
0: Cruise movie? played the goose. <laughs> he was the main goose for Anna Paquin and Jeff Daniels to uh, save. <laughs> oh, Tom, yes, goose.
1: Tom. Well, that's a different goose.
0: <laughs> right? No. Yeah, and Top Gun, like he was coming off of like a certain type of right. thing. So this is a this is I think such a smart move to stretch what we have, we already viewed the him perception for the sure. perception into this kind of like, you know, this would be Jimmy, you know, a Jimmy Stewart type role in the 1940s yeah. version or, or whatnot. Um,
1: yeah, I was thinking like today, and I know again, we're not really talking about him like formally, but I was like, yeah, this is like the definition of what you use Chris Pine for, you know, like if you want someone who's like super, if you want a Chris, you know, if you want someone who's like super good looking and everything, but it's just like, you want someone who has a bit more of that kind of, um, blase uh kind of uh you know a bit of
0: a 'er ne'er-do-well he's not really a 'er ne'er-do-well but he's just like he's got a comedic edge of least resistance he's just buckets of charm and it's like i don't need to work any harder than this
1: yeah yeah so anyway all that is to say yes i think everything that you're saying about if there were, if, if you even had an actor who just reads as like more intensely focused on work in a particular, more socially awkward. Which I think in she's
0: a, doing. I think it's, I think it's also the tricky line between performer and that's, script.
1: That's what I'm experiencing, especially as we're talking about it. It's just like, I don't know. There are, there are some people who just, every actor has their limits and things that are harder for them to play. And she, you know, is like you know we we did ghost earlier it's like that's that the the social ease is not a problem with Demi Moore. oh sure i think
0: she you know she's giving you some rigidity she's giving you you've got that like great like low husky voice that is like used to good effect in this that you could also like to me it's like i I see this character and i read of like this is someone that has also worked to be taken seriously in this field so that is why i speak like in this lower register yeah that i am like trying to make it amongst the men uh i think that's all very it's successful like,
1: what's her name from the 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 scam blood company do you um elizabeth elizabeth oh my gosh
0: elizabeth olsen oh wanda Maximoff herself Olson also not, her. a, not a bad choice for joanne galloway uh <laughs> the one who looks like kate mckinnon on that poster yes, she looks for the, the silicon valley holmes holmes,
1: oh. holmes. I was like Elizabeth Blood, Elizabeth then,
0: Watson, Code
1: Blood. Elizabeth oh my blood. gosh, Code blo- Blood, Code Blood, Code blood. blood. We've done it again. How would
0: you spell Blood? What, blood in that Code Code Blood?
1: Uh, with a U and an umlaut.
0: you Umlaut. <laughs> <laughs> um, you asked. I did. That's on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron Sorkin said this incident was his worst experience as a screenwriter. When an unnamed executive gave him the note, if Tom Cruise and Demi Moore aren't going to sleep with each other, why is Demi Moore a woman? And he responded, I said, the obvious answer, women have purposes other than to sleep with Tom Cruise. So I wonder, because I also don't know the play. I don't wonder if they even have the date in the play or if that's like, mm. they at least need to go on a date. But like, I love that they don't kiss. I love it. They don't have a sex scene and they don't even at the end, originally the ending. Was going to be her telling him, like asking him on a date and being like, wear matching socks. is like a callback to right. when she says it earlier for the first day of court. He's got the whole smarmy like, but before you say anything, I know you like me. You think I'm great. You're sorry. And don't, you don't know, say so you do not to say a thing. Actually, I was going to say we're matching socks I tomorrow. I think that's the
1: moment where I mimed a mic drop. <laughs> yeah, I think you did.
0: Um, yeah. But that was originally the ending was to like, let's go on a date. And it's like, it's not about that. We don't need that. Every movie doesn't need to be about also get it. It's no. getting these two characters together. Especially when together. you have
1: essentially, one woman yeah in the whole picture there
0: is also aunt jenny i would have liked a bit more of aunt jenny and that is a great she did have
1: one that is a great she line really
0: i mean that is like that's your real you yeah. know that's such a great like this my real is end begins and ends with me like taking the piss out of tom cruise yeah, um it's beautiful but i could have used even more uh so let's get into the actors who were actually up for joanne galloway right off the bat rob reiner's original choice Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: I like that. I like that. I can see her. I think she is a stronger actress than Demi Moore.
0: Um, so I, I... I, I agree with that. It's, it's, from what I could see, which I thought was interesting, the reasoning behind why they didn't go with Michelle Pfeiffer, the studio, because the studio wanted a romance between her and Cruz's character. So they wanted the part to go to a tougher actor however you define Mm. tougher whether it be just that Demi Moore is like that voice I'm yes I've got like the almost black hair and the voice that that deeper voice like
1: actually they're reading severity and calling it like toughness you know
0: yeah, well, I mean, because this same year, 1992, instead of doing A Few Good Men, Michelle Pfeiffer was too busy playing Catwoman and whipping the heads off those mannequins. I'm uh, like, you're telling me, that's that a tough-
1: resurfaced recently. Oh, it's so
0: good. Oh, the- everyone a bursts yeah. into applause. She's just doing it in person. She's just whipping these mannequin heads off live. That's so good. Is incredible, incredible, uh, which, I mean, I get, you know, Demi Moore, are going to be G- old G.I. Yes, G- James. that's very Like, there's true. a certain, yeah, whatever, of how, how do you gauge, like- toughness quote-unquote which is just a silly thing um but like just of how i'm used to seeing michelle pfeiffer like i get that demi moore reads to me as like yeah this is someone military. that has pursued the military career sure that's the thing there's nothing there's as an act there are actors that like you you're actors that there are things that many of us can do but there's also like of what you get for free yeah whether it be like a a white collar sensibility or blue collar sensibility or like with Demi more of like that there is that like rigidity and like that voice that she yeah. already gets and has going for her. But I, I rem- think works really well.
1: I remember talking to one of our friends um a while back who is a bit older, who was like going in. Christopher s- Plummer. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, every time. Um, Sadly, no. Um, Sadly, I'm not. That was not pals with Christopher Plummer. Um, but anyway, like uh, he was going in to like put some, you know, film some size or something mm-hmm. in his, his manager's office. And he was like, well, I'm not going to get this. It's like some like, like East Coast cop. He's like, that's just, I never book those kinds of things. It's not my vibe. But he does much more like, you know, rural guys, like yeah. intense, like more of like a a, a farmer type Matthew thing.
0: Matthew McConaughey is not coming in to play a New York cop. No, you know? And if he
1: is, you're going to have some problems with your film, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh,
0: Linda Hamilton audition, oh. which I like that. Yeah, coming off sure. of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. That, that, that I would is... say
1: I understand the note about toughness. Yeah, I think of that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she seems tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm. She's probably like wiping the floor with every other guy on set in terms of like pull ups and push ups. For like, sure, like the routine that she was on for T2 is bananas. Uh, Helen Hunt auditioned, mm. which I dig that. Yes, I like that. I mean, this is like you know still like around like I forget if Mad About You had started at this point, but it feels like she was like not like Mad that not like a star in that sense that she wasn't like you know Demi Moore coming Ghost just like the highest grossing movie of that year. I right. think so. Um, she also had a very packed 1992. She had Bob Roberts, Mr. Saturday Night. I think is that this is, this Billy is Holly Crystal movie. Helen Hunt. Yes. Oh, oh
1: my gosh, I did it again. The Holly Hunter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, you Tom Cruise. Now, for starters, <laughs> we're the same height. We're both we're both five two. So look oh at me gosh. in the eye. I look you know in the that's eyes. Why
1: Kevin Pollock also like got the sparks I is actually short. Seeing than Tom the three Cruise? of them
0: standing, I was wondering of like, did Tom Cruise have to be on the apple boxes in this, or did they did they cast it like of how
1: I was looking at some things when like, uh, I looked up Kevin Pollack and saw how short he was. I was like, oh, right, of course. And then I was like looking up Tom Cruise's head. I was like, Five, seven? I don't believe yeah, that for a sure, second. And then so I found some article that was like, It is rumored that he may actually be closer to 5'5 and just always is wearing lifts. I was like, yeah, I'll
0: bet. Of course he's always wearing lifts. What's – yeah, it's crazy. Like some of the shots you'll see – there's like the one shot of him and Cameron Diaz promoting uh, this movie they did Night and Day where he's like so much taller than her. And it's like what is – what trickery? Like where his shoes – like you know it's like the bottom of the shoe. Is that it's designed so that like half of the shoe is the lift, even like the part yeah. that you're like, is that the lift? And you're like, no, no, that's only a third of the lift. Or like the shoes, how they must be specialty designed so that you can't clock because it.
1: Cameron Diaz, I've seen in real life, and she is like more than average height. Like she's at least five nine. You know, oh my
0: God. Uh, but yeah, so Helen Hunt had. Bunch of roles. A lot of these were supporting roles, but still, Mr. Saturday Night, Bob Roberts, Only You, some movie called The Water Dance, an episode of this animated show called Capital Critters that was about all like the rats and vermin that live in the White House. Get it? Uh, (laughs) And, and Trancers 3, Death Lives, which I forget what movie we did. We had some other movie that she was up for a role, but she was too busy doing Trancers 2, The Return of Jack Death, tagline, The Future Cop is Back. So, that somehow she also had to be in Trancers 3. Oof. So, this is we were a little before the uh, you know, as good as it gets, her of how when she finally would face off against Jack Nicholson. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes. But well, she's she incredible. got to
1: face off against Jack Nicholson. She did, she didn't have this to is, lead right, it very
0: true. To we told Dane Uh, Penelope Ann Miller tested, who instead in 1982 had a chaplain and this. This movie, Year of the Comet, and this movie, Gun in Betty Lou's Handbag, which I just liked the title that's of. A,
1: that's a whimsical title.
0: Elizabeth Perkins auditioned, to I primarily know from Big and Weeds, mm-hmm. and of course, as Wilma in the first Flintstones movie. Yep, uh, yarp, so yep. this, I think she wouldn't have been doing Flintstones if she'd gotten this. I think that this would have helped, like... I. With, serious yeah. actor opposed to cartoon come to life uh nancy travis tested who was also in Chaplin in 1992 and this movie that i'd never heard of but want to see this comedy called passed away that's set a funeral look at this cast bob hoskins pamela reed of uh kindergarten cop like the oh, yeah? Arnie's oh, partner francis mcdormand blair brown maureen stapleton and tim curry that Jeez. is a murderer's row of actors.
1: Well, must not have been very good.
0: <laughs> this is also true. So I guess it maybe it doesn't matter. You got Bob Hoskins <laughs> and Tim Curry. Uh, and finally, Jodie Foster was considered oh, love. obvious. That's what I want.
1: Yes. That is like
0: Jodie Foster. That is she's everything that this character to me is like that she is bringing in for free. Where yes. I so see the like her like you're so you're right. like what are you doing right now? Are you asking me on a date? Like I don't even I can't even comprehend what you were trying to say to me. Jodie Foster, like, I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty clear there, Mr. Lecter. Uh, I was trying to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree that that actually solves a lot of problems without having to change the writing.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want. Jodie Foster, I mean, it'd be great. Anyway, anyway, it would be great. I mean, at this point now she's got two Oscars, so I'm sure she's like, uh, no. I don't need to do I don't that. need to do that. What, Why Tom would I Cruise be Tom Cruise gets thrilled? all the big scenes. Exactly. Gets Get all the big it. scenes. No. Uh, but let's move on to Sam Weinberg. Amy Joe, your thoughts on Kevin Pollak. He's kind of like Tom. He's Tom Cruise's number 2 throughout. Uh, and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else? I think he's lovely. He's so uh, you know, young i know so yeah a lot more subtle i'm used to like usual suspects yes, kevin exactly. pollack that kind of like like uh, uh, the, the wise guy ish
1: exactly what i think of and i think kevin pollack to see so to see him like in that first scene i was like oh oh that's kevin pollack you know um just yeah softer and more yeah more more subtle not necessarily more nuanced because i think he's always doing a lot of great stuff but i really liked him in this um i really thought he did a lot with very little. Um, yeah. Um and 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 made it feel like, yeah, like a full a full human, which is maybe a bit of what I was missing from Demi Moore, who I could more see the performance. You know, yeah. I mean, we've talked about. Yeah, it. yeah. Um other options. I thought Mitchell Whitfield, who was in My Cousin Vinny, oh, would be really yeah. fun. Of course. You know, I mean, he's kind of like of the comedic course. version of this, <laughs> you know, you mainly see right, it in comics right. but I was like, "Oh yeah, no, he'd be great
0: in this part." Yeah, you know. Yeah, once again, you've got one of the two people. You have two people up for murder. One of them then winds up having going with a different lawyer uh-huh. for a brief period of time as yep. well. The similarities with my like, cousin Vinny are through the roof. You've got people
1: not used to being in here, and a judge. He doesn't take any guff.
0: I mean, Fred Fred Gwynn was the judge as well. Oh, I mean, great. although um, I
1: loved this guy, who this guy the is judge. great. This is guy wonderful. is
0: great.
1: Um. I have written here Daniel Stern too tall, but um, <laughs> but like a young Daniel Stern, I'd be interested. That'd be in. great. I would love that. Um, and then if it were made today, <laughs> go with me here. I was like, oh. I'd really love like a William Jackson Harper. I feel like he brings that great like second energy. It's like, oh, but what if we do a full good
0: place okay, casting of this? I'm film? interested.
1: So as Kathy, we have Manny Jacinto, Done. who we know can play like I, I don't know what I'm doing. Just Very great. True. Obviously, Kristen Bell as Galloway, you know, or, or I'm not.
0: What about a Darcy Cardin as Galloway, or a Darcy Cardin? I, I think she could have the dramatic chops. Oh, she I does. Think Darcy's she great. could Do it.
1: I'm. I was taking it more just knowing. Of course, uh, Veronica Mars. That's extremely that energy. Oh, of well, like, yeah. I know how to file. <laughs> I know she, how to uh, look. Kristen Bell can internet a file. Um, and then as Jessup, of course, Ted Danson.
0: Mm-hmm. It would be
1: a different mm-hmm. kind of movie, <laughs> but I don't know that it would be bad. <laughs> Of course it would be bad.
0: I would love that. Mm -hmm. I would be very into that. Uh, I could see if this was made later. I would could see a, you know, because this time she, he was a baby around the time of Adam's Family Values, but a little later, maybe a grown-up David Krumholtz I think would be. Oh, yeah uh, Is the energy I oh, want. Oh,
1: yes. Um,
0: and he didn't like, like he really started getting like film roles closer to like the late 90s before he blew up into the guy we know and love today. Give me that young Paul Giamatti, oh, baby PG. How did I miss that? There is your heart of the film. <laughs> Just
1: like low hanging fruit there. Good job. That's that's perfect. Yeah. That is
0: everything that I want is a baby PG of yep. uh, just trying to like be like the heart and soul of your film. Yes. yes. Um, now, one other actor who was supposed to play the role, but his show was unexpectedly renewed Jason Alexander. Oh, uh... this is like the. I like the second season of Seinfeld. I think it only had one season at this point, and but then got picked up. Oh but I guess gosh. they didn't think it would. Like I don't know. I didn't look into like were the ratings low in the first season before it became the juggernaut that we all know and love. But I lo- the more I think about That's it, great. I love it more That's and more.
1: Wonderful. I can. tell He would be great in this part.
0: And, you know, guy with theater experience. So uh, it is still like a lot He's got the cred. It's like long dialogue. It's a dialogue heavy movie. Yes. Uh, and I think that that also- it's Sorkin
1: adapted from a play. I mean,
0: come on. The guy never knew. That. It's like, have you ever heard of editing, sir?
1: I'm sure he has. I'm, I'm wondering what those those first drafts were like. Oh my God.
0: I can't even, can't you know, even imagine. A Sorkin
1: first draft. I'm sure that's like a tome
0: the computer just starts, steam starts coming out of it. Uh, well, let's move on to Colonel Jessup. Amy Joe, your thoughts on Jack Nicholson and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else?
1: I did applaud in the middle of the movie at, at one point <laughs> after, after <laughs> one of his speeches. Uh, I forget exactly which one, but I definitely, I was like, oh, wow, that's, this is a great use of Jack Nicholson. Really riding the line of like someone who brings power Authority, swagger, and just that like strong note of just like th- being foul.
0: You know, yeah, this is the guy that, living at Guantanamo Bay. He lives. He lives. There's no, Gidmo. yeah, it's like no women there. None. He's also just uh, the guy that is like living surrounded by men. That it was like, yeah, I was thinking of like, you know, you could get other actors of that ilk of a Pacino or whatnot, but that Jack Nicholson is like that. That that all comes so easy to him. Yeah. That that middle scene that lunch scene yeah of like you know you got to be kind to me and like that whole like yeah i can't wait for a woman to be present and then i can have someone above me on the food chain like go down on me that he just gives you for free and yeah. it's it's chef's kiss it's so perfectly cast
1: i was looking i was looking up nicholson earlier um and i just couldn't believe because i guess i hadn't like sat down and looked at him how many oscar nominations he had at this point i mean i know he had at least one oscar but like how many nominations in the 70s he was nominated like four years in a row
0: yeah yeah he had t- i think he'd-, he'd won two at this point because he's won for cuckoo's nest of course mm-hmm. see previous episode oh, cool. and terms of endearment he won supporting and then he he won his third for as good as it gets right. a few years after this i think of the three that he won
1: but yeah, it's just like geez, yes, he's been nominated course. a I mean, amount of time this is the guy who sits in the front row of the Oscars wearing sunglasses. Like yes. that already <laughs> is this guy. It's just the military version. You yeah. know, like so I think it's really smart casting, just insofar as like what we get for free with him, and also he's a really good actor. So he like just like I especially with like an antagonist villain character. Yeah. I want someone who is going to relish saying these great theatrical lines. He
0: makes the most delicious meal out of everything, mm-hmm. but he makes a meal out of it in a way where he's sharing it with you, the viewer, you mm-hmm. know, there are actors that will make a meal out of their lines and you're like, Oh, this guy's having fun. But that, when I they, don't But care. They're like, and you can have some of my scraps and you're like, I'm just delighted that Nicholson is like spitting his scraps in my
1: face. Blah, just like you're a baby bird. Um, so other thoughts, I thought if this were made a few years earlier, a very, like a gimme for this is George C. Scott.
0: Oh, yep.
1: That's like yeah. a, an actor from Amazing. the theater.
0: Yeah. Full Patton. Full
1: Patton, but like rough,
0: you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine Yeah. Of how Imagine awful Patton he is in then the, playing in the hustler, part? but put that combine that with Patton. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I love that.
1: I love that. I had seen uh, because I was looking at the play that they were I don't know if they've done it, but they were going to like film a new version of it, like maybe not a movie, but film like a TV version of it with Alec Baldwin. Yes. And I mean, Alec Baldwin seems wildly unpleasant to me. So I think it might be a good (laughs) fit. Um, Yes.
0: They were supposed to. And one of like the NBC live that's what was that was going to be the first because they've done so many of musicals. musicals of which i forget which was nbc which was fox uh, or whatever of you know sound of music and the way the yeah. whiz which is great for hairspray and grease so so many now but this is supposed to be the first play they announced it in 2016 and uh, then it's nothing's come right. of it since 2016 so i don't think it's happening but yeah i'm not but not a terrible casting for especially today for Alec today yeah. um
1: apparently Lou Diamond Phillips played this regionally in like Whoa. 07 at Casa oh. Mignana, which is a theater right by where I grew up. Amazing. And I'm like, ooh, I'm not mad no, at an older Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. But you know who I really want to see do it? Once I thought this, I was yeah. like, dang it, I want it. I want to see Denzel do this. That,
0: I mean, to do this today. Come is the top of the list to do today would be incredible
1: uh, after having finally seen training day. It was just like, Oh, you know that, that combined, I mean, with like everything he does, but also just like, I mean, talk about someone who brings in a relationship to the audience. It's the exact same thing with Nicholson insofar as like, you just get so much for free because we just, he has so much power as a figure in Hollywood and we have seen him grow up on, on screen yeah and man is he good at
0: acting he sure is and know, is he denzel. good at the theater yes is he is he's got those theater chops he'd be great yeah if they did a broadway revival of a few oh. good men now with denzel as Jessup, i Take mean my money you'd sell out immediately immediately and i'm sure he'd be like this is great i mean he was you know he doesn't show up in uh a, uh a, a ice man cometh until is it not till the second act or like the very end of the first? He doesn't show but
1: up. It's, but it's it's like a you full like,
0: hour and a half before it, he shows up. But then he is. is. Yeah. So that might be a nice like, oh, great. I could do another Broadway show and I I could be on stage like 20 one, minutes. <laughs> right. Like one tenth the time would be rad. Uh, yes. On Broadway, it was originated by Stephen Lang. Right. Great casting. Uh, probably best known as like the bad guy in Avatar. Uh, and then was replaced. Ron Perlman played it for a while on oh. Broadway as one of the replacements, which also love that mm-hmm. casting as well. Another actor is also like, who are actors that you know are chomping on their cigars. Like the second you say cut um, besides Arnold Schwarzenegger. Cause I don't think that would work. Um, but in the time, you know, Jack Nicholson, what about a James Earl Jones? Like yes. what about it?
1: Because also James Earl Jones has become in latter years, such like a jovial figure, yeah. like a, like a grandfatherly right, figure, right. you know, like, very
0: you go back endearing? to that, that tony awards clip of him in fences with Court Cor- speaking up with courtney b vance Come. i mean he is a sight to behold you go back to you know great white hope oh my like gosh. he's it's shocking i mean the man boy Darth Vader. the yeah. man can hold <laughs> He's he's got that that uh stature uh i would love a lawrence fishburne Yep, i see that also today yep. um now you know i back in the day I also, a Brian Dennehy, I think would be amazing. Might be a bit more of like the stage. I don't know if you're, you're not getting the, you're not selling tickets with Brian Dennehy at the movies the way you were Jack Nicholson, but uh, But, I think he he would have crushed it. He would have crushed it. So Jack Nicholson was paid $5 million for 10 days work. And technically he did work an extra morning for free because Rob Reiner didn't get all of his footage shot in time. And Nicholson later admitted that it was one of the few times that the money was well spent, <laughs> which I feel like take that to what you mean, because you, you could consider that of him saying like, because I was really bringing it with this film. And apparently for like the, the big climactic like courtroom scenes, Rob Reiner asked him, like, do you want us to do you first or do like the coverage on Tom Cruise and like whatever? And Nicholson was like, oh, no, do do him first to like ramp up to it. But was doing it full out every single time. Rob Reiner was like, Do you want to save this before we get to you? Cause you're doing like 40, like, you know, 40 takes of this. Wow. And he was like, No. And that he did it. Rob Reiner said Jack Nicholson gave the same performance every single time. And that by the end of the day, Nicholson said he was spent, but that he was giving that level of performance when the camera wasn't even on him, which I'm like, that's yes. Can, it's also can be hard. That takes a lot of training to be able to yeah. do that and not, you don't want to tire yourself out. But he's also
1: someone who that by that point, like Rob Rainer can trust to be like, well, I guess Jack Nicholson knows if he can, if he can handle the shoot, you know, right by doing it this way the whole day. But that's, um, that's tremendous. Cause you know, you hear a lot of stories about people who are like, Bye. Right, exactly.
0: Well, I mean, you know, was it Brando in On the Waterfront that was like out for the big, uh, you know, I could have been a contender that like when it was the coverage was on um whoever it is, not, not Carl Malden, whoever plays his brother, whoever plays Terry or or whoever the other, whatever. Was,
1: is that, it's not Carl Malden?
0: Maybe it is Carl Malden. I'm, I might be mixing up, but, but he, they said that like Brando like then left that. So he had to do his coverage just like with, uh, you know, a guy yeah. reading the, That's the like script.
1: when you're reading at an audition. With like a stage manager, which bless them, most stage managers are not actors. um, And therefore, when you're trying to read with someone who is kind of reading like this, you know, just trying to get through it because their job is Mm -hmm. something very different. It's like, okay, I'm trying to, like, cry (laughs) or be really (laughs) emotional. And you're like, no, don't
0: stop. (laughs) Please don't cry. Why would you say that? That is preferable to the one time I had an edition where the the reader was eating a muffin throughout the entire time and <laughs> literally, literally, just like 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 their mouth open, like muffin Ew. crumbs coming out. Yeah, you know not what? great.
1: Take eat not it great. on a break. I, eat it in between. I
0: got off of the roll, Turned it down. <laughs> like no,
1: not after that.
0: No, but yeah, I don't I don't know if Nicholson was saying either the money was well spent because like I really brought it this time, or if this is one of the few times the money was well spent in the sense of like because they paid me so many times they're paid paying idiots five million dollars and those are bad actors but this was the money was we well spent because they gave me jack wow. nicholson five million who's to say
1: <laughs> only jack
0: literally only jack sorry i just thought <laughs> okay so in the my cousin Vinny version so you've got Vinny saying like you know i want the utes like you can't handle the utes <laughs> <laughs> the what the what You've got him the whole thing with like talk commenting on like what he's wearing of like, oh, I see that you've got, you know, you've got this outfit opposed to your nice red velvet secondhand store suit. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Tom Cruise loves he can he thinks better with his bat. Not not Vinny, but Joe Pesci. He's he's beating up a lot of people with bats in those Scorsese movies. That's true. I think Vinny just replaced Tom Cruise with Vinny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not with Joe Pesci, but no, with the character, the character, the
0: character of Vinny. <laughs> That's also why, like, you know, I had, I had to offer a plea of innocence. Cause I knew that, that the reason why they went with me, who's only, you know, a personal injury lawyer is cause they wanted, uh, they wanted, they wanted the case to, uh, go to, down to, to, <laughs> <on> the cracks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So as for the actual actors who were up for Jessup, that sound means it's time to play a quick round of Two Truths and some guy. The way it works, two of the following actors were up for the role of Jessup and one was not. And Amy Jo is to guess which is which. Your options are Gene Hackman, Mm -hmm. Clint Eastwood, Mm -hmm. and Richard Dreyfuss.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Gene Hackman was on my slightly longer list for this. Gene Hackman, Clint Eastwood, and Richard Dreyfuss—fascinating. Richard Dreyfuss—that's such a weird choice. It makes me think he must have been considered for it. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna get this one wrong. I've been on such a good streak. I've been on a hot streak, and I feel like today I'm yeah. gonna plummet into the ice.
0: Well, we'll see.
1: Uh, Clint Eastwood. Ding, ding, ding! You are going. The streak
0: <laughs> continues. Wah, 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 wah. I don't remember what? if the streak actually continues, but like, let's assume that you've gotten the last seventy right. <laughs> we don't have seventy episodes yet. Uh, no, as far as I can tell, Clint Eastwood not considered. Gene Hackman turned it down, so they sought him first, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he was busy filming *Unforgiven*, which he won the it's Oscar about to say, for that. He year. did well with that. He sure it did. It worked
1: out great for both guys. It
0: did. I mean, he's so uh, he. That's a great movie, *Unforgiven*, and he is great in it I mean honestly you've got that movie you've got Gene Hackman Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman any of them would also be a pretty dang good Jessup yeah uh but Jack I think Jack is is so perfect in the character totally. uh and Rich Dreyfus sought the role after seeing the stage play mm-hmm. so I don't know you know if he was ever actually considered considered I see but he was he was trying to gun for the mm-hmm. role you know he got man as an Oscar he was like the youngest Oscar winner at He's that up to that', at that point actor. And he's great he's a great actor, but uh it is less what you're getting for free.
1: It's not what you expect when you think, who is the colonel in charge of the unit, the rifle unit at Gu- Guantanamo Bay, Cuba?
0: And it's usually, you don't think Hooper from Jaws is not no. where your mind, That's you're not, you're not, not thinking the, Mr. Holland.
1: You're not, you're <laughs> definitely not thinking about a music teacher of legend, you know?
0: and uh, no. Jack
1: Nicholson in Mr. Holland's office. i know. No, thank you.
0: I just want my son to like me.
1: oh my gosh when Tom Cruise sorry Kathy is doing a Jack Nicholson impression Im-
0: improvised of course oh
1: well that makes sense I was just like I kind of hate this and I kind of love it you know it's <laughs> I was yeah, like Debbie Moore and Kevin fun. Pollock they're like
0: okay we'll pretend to be entertained by this Tom Cruise <laughs> uh, but it is when you, you get someone that has such an iconic voice it's kind oh, of yeah. like you do want like oh can we take the piss out of them a little can we, we imitate their we do that to people we actually
1: know all the time and this you is know? true this so very it's true. like well yeah if that's an important person you don't like and they have a distinctive
0: yep. <laughs> cadence that exactly. makes sense exactly uh so those are all the characters that i found other casting options for there are a few characters we didn't mention i want to briefly touch on them of course tom cruise which is originally the character was tom Hulse on broadway which i'm kind of curious to see I'm I know curious about that if the lincoln center viewing library Has here it? in new york if they have it i'd be curious to go back if they they keep a log of like a lot of broadway shows for those right. outside of new york uh I would be down to watch this. I'm kind of curious to Absolutely. see Tom Hulse and uh, Stephen Lang square yeah. off. Uh, I like that. and I think Tom Cruise, I mean, I think he's just doing so, It's he's doing so much, but it's also an Aaron Sorkin script where the, the, the some of these scenes are just like trim, trim, trimery, trim, 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 trimery. Yeah, yeah. They just don't need to go on these monologues that he's got. And like totally. these scenes, especially the scenes with him, Demi Moore and Kevin Pollack, like back at his HQ. house back at HQ when he's got his thinking back. Uh, it's just like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. He's just working so overtime. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, and he's, you know, a young actor who is also like, it's the, it's the kind of hat on a hat of an actor proving themselves in a role and also mm. a character proving themselves in the moment Yeah, that I do wonder if that's a little bit of the like short circuiting happening. Cause I think, I think he's successful in it, but we've, we have yeah. discussed at this point, a few like, issues of it not fully landing. And I wonder if it's right. partially that, that he's trying a little too hard, but also so is the character.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think there are, I I would like having just said it, I think like before, I think a Mark Ruffalo type, I would be really so interested, interested in. in yeah. Of, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, whatever, you know, I mean, now you've got like a, you know, a Matthew Reese of would be great, oh, yes. but I'm, I'm a little old for it now. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think, I don't know, made today of like who, like the young, that young ne'er do well, um like I don't have anyone like off the top of my head that like springs mm-hmm. to mind. Um but I I think there is like it's great. I mean it's Tom Cruise. It's yeah. he's giving you star power. He sure he's is. You that he's very charming, wattage. very charismatic. Yeah. We have Kendrick creepy Ooh. keeper Sutherland.
1: This is this is a hole-in-one. This... It is.
0: He makes the most. He's got, like, it's really mainly two big scenes, that earlier one with Nicholson's first scene and mm-hmm. then, like, when he... Well, I guess three because then it's him on the stand, of course. But then the middle one I love with him and Cruz. I mean, that it really is that quote about where it's like, do you mind if I call you whatever it is, like, James? And it's like, I do mind. It's mm-hmm. like, do you got something against me? No, I love you, Navy boys. <laughs> he oh, Always really giving us a ride sports. when we gotta go to war.
1: He has... A light southern accent he is employing.
0: I'm a little cartoon rat voiced by, Wal- oh voice by Wallace Shawn. Voiced by, no, not Wallace Shawn. Voiced by Willem Dafoe. Uh, now,
1: Wallace Shawn is Kendrick <laughs> is an extreme, now nah, it's a different movie altogether.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, Tom Cruise trying to take down on the stand Colonel Wallace, Colonel Vizzini. <laughs> So I think you didn't think of, Kathy. You never go into war. You never go to, against- uh... You never
1: go into Cuba when <laughs> death is on the line. Oh, wait.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, we've got Jack, the prosecuting attorney. Kevin Bacon, as we've talked about him a bit. I think it's great. I think, I think it's great. It's great. Think Unshowy. This entire it's like,
1: supportive cast is yeah. crushing
0: it. I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Uh, then the two people that are put- that are on trial uh, as Downey as James Marshall, who's probably best known for Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. uh, is in a lot. And he's in this very silly film, Vibrations, with Christina Applegate, oh where he gets run off the road by a bunch of bullies, winds up losing his hands. He's like a pianist. He's like a keyboardist in a band. So he loses his hands and gets them replaced by, question mark, robot hands and becomes a rave, like a king of the rave, it the 90s is, rave scene. It is a movie that... It, it's a movie it's worth checking out vibrations is like a bananas film uh and dawson is this actor wolfgang bodison who originally worked as a location scout for various filmmakers including rob reiner which i assume he's just kind of credited oh. for misery it doesn't say his what i'm gonna assume that's what he did on misery yeah and rob reiner i think he was originally a location scout on this possibly or that rob reiner just knew him as a location scout and was like oh you're perfect for this part and that was kind of like his first or one of his first like big acting jobs which i thought was great which i love that rob reiner is just like oh i like you and you are you fit the brief you fit the brief you're you great for this part uh and yes we've talked christopher guest as dr stone which is like always weird to see christopher guest not doing a wacky accent and wacky yes. character yes uh but i think he's he's very good i agree uh and jo- uh actor joshua molina is the only actor to re- to that was in the show and in the film in the show i believe he was downy i believe he's one of the guys on trial in the mm-hmm. movie he's jack nicholson's assistant so he's got like a blind or two mm-hmm. um but i love that he got to be yeah. somewhere in the film uh i was pleased by that and yes, there's Cuba Green Jr. There's like there's just so there's it it really is like a bananas cast for this film.
1: Who's playing Martinson?
0: And Martinson, uh yes, Martinson is JT Walsh, the late okay. yes. great JT Walsh, uh who I mainly know from this and and he's like the villain of breakdown with Kurt Russell, which he's fantastic in. Um he's great. He's, he's great in like his screen time. I'm yeah, we we he died relatively I think he died in like in the mid 90s, so mm-hmm. it was like not long after this. Um For those unfamiliar with J.T. Walsh. I know
1: the name, but I didn't know uh, anything else, really
0: yeah and i think he's in sling blade question mark i'm just trying to remember from the annals of my brain uh but final thoughts any other moments we didn't touch on or any other characters and noah wiley i forgot noah wiley a noah pre-er wiley. noah wiley is one of the guys on the stand that has a he's got a really good back and forth with Cruz, um talking about like the code red so like he was one of the ones that he they had a code red on him because he dropped his gun and they like what was it like they put poured glue on his hands yeah.
1: And they like put a bag over his head and poured glue on his hands.
0: He's like, "Well, I'll tell you, I was the last time I dropped my gun."
1: Um, I wanted to bring up the precision gun work happening at the very beginning of the film, which was performed by the Texas A and M like cadets <laughs> drill team. I
0: already forgot that you told me this.
1: Yes, because I saw that in the credits, and I was like, "Wow, that's yeah. my so that's a." a a rival school to where my parents' alma mater, Baylor. And so I remember my dad, when I was um, in in like middle school, high school, being like, I'll pay for you to go to college wherever you want to, unless you want to go to A&M. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was very funny. But um, but that precision work at the beginning was incredible. And I was like, this is like some It's Rockettes. rivaling a chorus line. This is some Rockettes level that stuff. It is
0: some Rockettes, yeah. All
1: those contagions.
0: It's like, wow. I, well. I would really enjoy watching that opening scene, but if you rescored it to some rockettes or like just like a Christmas song. A singular sensation. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah, some Here comes Santa Claus or whatnot. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but with all of this like rifle action. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Music by Mark Shaman in this famous uh Broadway person. Broadway person, famous Broadway composer. Yeah. <laughs> famous, <laughs> famous Broadway person in Broadway, push. Mark
0: Shaman. Yeah, very true. Uh yeah, just bring it back to its Broadway roots. Yarp. Yarp. Amy Jo. Jif. What are you recommending this week?
1: So there is this Brooklyn-based dance burlesque theater nightlife company called Company XIV that I was performing with up until, like, (laughs) during the pandemic. I was supposed to perform all the way through Halloween, but uh, alas, you know, you all know what happened. So, um, But they do have some streaming packages that they, they had, like, a Christmas, like Nutcracker Rouge show, and they had a Valentine's Day thing. But they're all, they have all these like great streaming packages of all those incredible performers doing acts. There's a lot of aerial stuff, there's trapeze and lyra. And then, yeah, they're amazing, they
0: amazing.
1: It's incredible. So, if you go to companyxiv.com, you can look up any of their streaming packages. Um, because they're a wonderful small business that as so many arts organizations has been deeply affected by the pandemic. And you know, they, they spent some money and made these things look incredible. So yeah, if you're like, I'd like to see some fabulous aerial acts, you know, you can, you can get yourself a company XIV at home streaming package and that's XIV. It's like Louis the 14th. Cause it's, uh, 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 the opulent Baroque, mm. um, Delightfulness, Jeff. Amy Jo, what are you recommending? Uh,
0: I'm gonna recommend the 2003 movie Memories of Murder, especially for those that have been enjoying films like Parasite and Snowpiercer as of late. The director Bong Joon-ho. This is one of his earlier films, so I had only I had never seen this until more recently um but it's it's as impeccable as all of his other films it's of it's like a mostly pretty much a detective story of this this case of these like murdered women and this trio of detectives that wind up like having to investigate uh and it's the same uh kang ho song the actor who's like the the patriarch of the main family and parasite oh, is like the one of the leads of he's it so good. he's i mean he's also in the uh snow and the host of, like, so many of Bong Joon-ho's movies. Uh, But yeah, if you've not seen it, like, check it out. I I think it's streaming... I forget, I may be on Hulu right now. It's streaming, it's been, it started, it was not streaming anywhere for a while and it's streaming somewhere right now. So look up Memories of Murderer. And that's what we're recommending this week. Da, da, da. So thank you again to my father-in-law, John Jackson, for requesting A Few Good Men. This was a real hoot. Happy birthday, happy Father's Day, all that good jazz. Yay. And thank you for requesting this. This was so fun to revisit. I hadn't seen it in so long and it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that re- it really is, that showdown between... Cruise and Nicholson in the end is so iconic for a reason. There's a reason
1: it's iconic, yeah.
0: Uh, So if you, listener, if you've got a movie that you'd love for us to break down the casting of, email us at andalmoststarring at gmail.com and let us know.
1: If you want to see what movie we'll be doing the next week on the pod, or if you just want to get involved in all our weekly shenanigans, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at
0: andalmoststarring. Until next time, I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm Amy Jo Jackson. And thanks for joining us to see who almost starred.